Welcome, everybody, to a very special edition of the Lunch Break Podcast. And you know what? I know I say special every damn week. And that's because I'm special and you're special. We're all special. And since we're all special, none of us are special because that's how the English language works. And I don't speak it very well. Uh, But why is today special? Well, I'll tell you why. As I sit here in the parking lot of shame and look around, it is the day prior. Bye. That's a mail truck. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. I didn't want to assume the gender of the truck, but it was M-A-I-L. Anyway, uh, this is the day before Thanksgiving. Now, I know I've got a a plethora, a a cornucopia of listeners from other nations that may not be familiar with what thanksgiving is in america thanksgiving is a celebration of when jesus freed the turkeys from bondage uh back in 1962 Uh, and ever since then we've celebrated by eating turkeys so let's get it on um there's a popular brand of turkey you might recall in the united states called the butterball they used to have a hotline for this time of year that was popular they you call up it's like emergency helpline you call up i don't know how to cook this fucking turkey and they walk you through it it's like you were um you know those airport move the airport 75 whatever movies where the pilots all of a sudden died on a 747 and the the flight attendants had to land it and they had to talk her through it they'll talk you through how to open an oven and shove a turkey in as far as I know, with the internet being so prolific, that hotline does not exist anymore. But if it did, you would not need to call it. You would just need to listen to me, because I have some tips for making great Thanksgiving turkey meals. Uh, I wrote it down here. All right, let's talk turkey. Uh, I've got your turkey answers if you've got turkey questions. What I recommend right now is the, is the hip thing is to deep fry your turkey. Now, this is my preference for what you have to do. You got to get a big old metal pot, tall, like could hold about 17 gallons of oil. And what you want to do is you want to take about 18 gallons of oil and put it in there, fill it right to the brim, like right, maybe even let a little bit drip over the side. And you place that on a flame and you heat it as hot as it possibly can go. You want to turn that flame all the way up and then leave it unattended for at least three hours. You got to get this Earl boiling. So go, go, uh, even leave the house for a little bit. Um, next thing is the turkey. Of course, this is what you got to do. You got to leave the turkey in the deep freezer until the very moment you're ready to fry. Oh, I forgot. You should also, um, take old newspapers and maybe if you have any uh, fiberglass insulation and scatter that around your deep frying area. It's just for ambiance and it infuses the turkey with extra tenderness and flavor. Anyway, so you got your hot pot over the brimming to the top boiling oil and so you take your turkey straight from the freezer because you want it frozen and you get a running start and you hold the turkey as a basketball player would hold a basketball in the slam dunk competition two hands run do a little stutter step and you want to slam that mug right down into the pot of earl and within seconds that that bird will be cooked your goose will be cooked and 
Um, that's that's a good that's a good uh good method for deep frying your turkey. It'll be tasty. Uh, dunk that some bitch in the in the earl, and your impatience will be rewarded with some succulent burns on the back of your neck. Um, I also have more turkey advice. Uh, now for a traditional uh, oven roasted turkey, this is what you gotta do. You wanna set your oven to 140 degrees, and then you slide that mug onto a cookie sheet, that mug referring to the turkey. You, uh, that raw, big, 27 pound turkey, you slide it onto a cookie sheet, and then you slide that right into the oven. But now patience is key. Patience is vital. You leave that thing, that bird in the oven, for a minimum of 15 minutes. I know you'll be tempted to take it out after about 10 minutes. You'll be so excited to dig into that that juicy meat. But uh, those extra five minutes are crucial. They infuse that bird with some mild um, temperature. You extract that bird, and then you slice accordingly. Your family will thank you. Um, Now, this is also uh, a big quandary that a lot of people find themselves in, what to do with the giblets. Some people make gravy. Some people, uh, you know, just put them in bags. This is what I do. What you want to do is flour those giblets, and you want to throw those things into a pan of oil and essential seasonings like star anise, and uh, maybe some allspice, some old spice too. Uh, you cook that, you cook it until beige. You want a nice beige hue on those giblets. Then afterwards, you put it on a, a nice paper towel, you let it drain, and then you take those giblets, crispy giblets, and you hurl them at the oldest member of your family. It's a tradition in our household, and uh, it pleases uh, Thanksgiving uh, Jesus. Um, bonus tip. I know this does not have anything to do with turkey, and I was supposed to give turkey tips, but this is just freestyle and off the cuff. Uh, I got a great sweet potato recipe. You take the sweet potatoes, you boil them, you cook them, you mash them. You take your mashed sweet potatoes, you put them in a damn uh, baking dish, yay by yay sized baking dish, and then you uh, smooth that mug out, and then you slide it into the freezer, and you do this the night before your Thanksgiving party or everyone arrives. Uh, you, you take it out of the freezer, you take uh, some common table salt, and you uh, at least half a pound of salt. You sprinkle it all over that frozen turkey mash, and it starts to moisten up. It starts to become like a sludge, like a uh, turkey sickle. Not a turkey sickle, sweet potato sickle. And uh, it's a nice uh, treat. Cool sweet potato treat for all involved, especially for kids and adults alike. Uh, Got to go to a serious topic. I know uh, after all this, uh, not to be a downer on a Thanksgiving episode, but uh, if you've listened the past few weeks, you know I've been uh, receiving a few letters from a, a, a fan of mine, I suppose, that uh, is getting pretty disgruntled with me. And uh, Well, he sent another one. I think it's a voice text, and uh, I haven't read it yet. I'm going to read it for you guys, uh, and this will be my first time hearing it. And I'm, I'm going to have to address it, so uh, let's go. Ah, here we go. Um, 
Dear Mr. I'm Too Good to Tweet and Greet My Fans, this will be the last voice text I ever send your ass. It's been six hours and still no DM. You got me restless. I know you got my last 12 DMs. It says red above the message. So this is my message to you. I hope you read it. I'm in my studio now. I've got my mic for sale on eBay. Hey, Steve, I just drank four Diet Dews. Now I'm going for five. You know that pod you did where you made an aside about a guy who kept tweeting you repeated, you ignored him, then had the nerve to refer to him as psycho? I know that was me. You could have tagged me when you tweeted, but it's too late. Your disrespect has got me heated. And all I wanted was for you to throw this dog a bone. Hope you know I deleted all your podcasts off my phone. I love you, man. We could have been a duo. Think about it. You ruined it now. Now I can't sleep when I tweet about it. And when I tweet, believe I won't delete or cease about it. I hope Gary shows it to you and you dream about me. What? Shut up, hon. I'm trying to text. Hey, Steve, that's my wife who's looking at me vexed, but I didn't put her on my show. See, I'm not like you. Because if she gets on, she'll be hilarious and hurt my pride, too. Well, gotta go. She's really getting wild now. Oh, shit. Honey, please just put the knife down. End voice text. Oh, shit. Okay. That's not good. Um, Gary, I know you're listening. I got I got a dictator response. Take this down. Send this to Chan as an email. Okay. God, I got to respond. All right. Uh, let's, let's stay calm. Um, dear Chan, I meant to write you sooner, but I've just been busy. You said, I, you said you had a puppy now. How cute of a mug is he? I'm really flattered you would call your podcast that, but there's already one called Dinner Time. I think it's about shark attacks. Sorry I didn't tweet you after the live stream. I deleted Twitter. I didn't do that to disrespect you or to make you bitter. But what's this about a shirt, man? Did you use a printer? We don't sell them, dog. Come on now. Don't be a grifter. You got some issues, Chan. I think you need some therapy to help you with your anger, man. It's out of hand and scaring me. And what's this about us not talking to our spouses? That's the type of shit that get us kicked up out our houses. I really think you and your wife just need each other. Maybe try to climb a tree together. I hope you get to read this letter. I hope it doesn't end up in your spam before you get too mad, before you receive a Twitter ban. Chan, I'm glad you're, I'm your role model, but Chan, why are you so mad? Try to understand. I want that money in your hand. I just don't want you to go and do some crazy shit. I saw the story the other week about a girl who chopped off her husband's Asian dick. He was on his phone, voice texting to a dude. His wife used a knife. No word on who the text was to. Come to think about it, his name was... Holy poop. Damn. My beer's not cold, I wonder why. I'm at a bar in a shopping mall. Christmas decorations on the windows. And it's not even fall. And in this hummus, man, it has no taste. And the chips are very small. But but because you're here, it's not so bad. It's not so bad. Back to work, bitches.